Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some Reddit stories from our very own subreddit, r slash Mark Narrations. I've been absolutely overwhelmed with the response and the amount of stories in there already, and I'm just blown away. So thank you so much for being involved. If you want to be involved in them, go to r slash Mark Narrations and share your story today. I'm going to do my best to read as many as I can over the next few days and things like that, but there is a lot there. So thank you for being involved once again, and let's crack on straight away with today's stories. And our first story comes from Eternal Outsider. Am I the arsehole for cutting off my ex-neighbor? I, 46 female, autistic, and my older brother, Roger, fake name, have been through the ringer since our mother died of metastatic breast cancer in 2015, and we got foreclosed on. We moved to another city to try and start over and recover, then to an apartment complex that was cheaper, but not very well maintained. Think glorified slumlord. We had a neighbor that was in her 70s, we call her Tina, fake name, and was rather sweet. We often helped her with grocery runs and such. Well, in September of 2018, my brother lost his job with TD Bank after they removed 80% of the sellable product without changing their sales quotas. He got a job with an insurance company. He paid for the training out of his 401k and was barely able to keep his bills paid until January of 2019. Long story short, the company used very unethical practices and gave my brother the worst leads and he wasn't able to make any money. Come January, the money ran out. The apartment complex refused to work with us, evicted us, and we became homeless at the start of February and living in a 2016 Kia Forte. While my brother worked at his current location, McDee's, we managed to survive on his pay and my SSI SSDI. Tina put us up for a few days per month, cooked us a meal, and let us use her shower, which we're very thankful for. In May 2019, she had us be house-sitters while she went on vacation to Myrtle Beach with her family. The night she got back, she was slurring and stumbling. Roger and I agreed to stay one more night, and a good thing we did too, because Tina was moaning and choking in her sleep. I called 911. Turned out she had bronchitis and sepsis. She was in hospital until the start of June. Tina's children thanked us for saving her life, kept us updated, and asked Roger and me to remain there as her temporary caregivers, as the doctor had told them that if she could go into sepsis once, she could easily do it again. And if she were by herself, she could and would die. We agreed. Two days later, the apartment complex found out and sent a letter demanding that we have two weeks to leave or she would be evicted. She called them and told them what happened to her. The management company said, and I quote, We don't care if you live or die, we want them gone. They then repeated that we had to leave or she would be evicted, which her family didn't want to happen. Every day, the management company would post a note on our door reminding Tina of the ultimatum, and her physical and mental health began to collapse. She started lashing out and screaming at me in particular, then telling Roger that it didn't happen. Within the week, Roger and I agreed to leave. 
never return and cut her off. I sent a message to her family explaining the situation. Two weeks later, she phoned me asking us to do a grocery run. At Roger's suggestion, I didn't reply at all. And a couple of months later, she tried to initiate a video call, which I rejected. Roger and I managed to get a trailer to live in in November 2019, and we're doing our best to recover. He keeps saying that I'm not the arsehole, but I feel like I am because we basically cut her completely off, which is the opposite of the kind of friend that I strive to be. Am I the arsehole? Now you're definitely not going to be the arsehole. I'm sorry you've gone through such a hard time. It sounds like it's been a wild few years for yourself and Roger, and I'm very sorry to hear that. And thank you for sharing your story with us. But you're definitely not the arsehole. You are very good people to do what you were doing to begin with. And I know there were small benefits to you by being able to stay with her, but you saved this person's life. But when they started lashing out to you, I start to wonder, is it a condition of sepsis? I know there's a family member of mine that went through sepsis. And afterwards, they was confused a little bit after. And it took like, they was told it can take like up to a year to recover, maybe more. So I wonder if there are symptoms of that afterwards. But no, you're not the arsehole. And let's face it, Tina does have family. The family contacted you. So there is family that can check on Tina that should be doing these things for her rather than relying on you whilst you've got all your own dramas going on in life at the moment, which I hope they do get better for you. We do have a couple of comments from a couple of people and there's not going to be too many because as I said, this is a new subreddit. The activity's fairly low at the minute. Lots of new posts, but comments are, are fairly low. So we'll start with Irish Bridget who says, wow, no, you did the right thing and screw that management company. If they so much as saw you near the building again, they could have followed through with evicting Tina. Also sounds like Tina might be suffering from a form of dementia or something. The slurring and stumbling could have been from a stroke, seizure, or all sorts of things. It's a bad situation and I feel for her, but you aren't obligated to add her drama to yours. OP replies saying, you might be right, although the slurring and stumbling could have also been from the sepsis. I can't say for sure, because that's the first time I've ever had to deal with somebody that's had that condition. Irish replies again, saying, whatever the cause, she's probably a mental mess. Best leave her family to deal with the situation and not complicate matters. Sounds like your former landlord was bound and determined to screw you over and anyone you associated with. That alone would bring in more stress that none of you needed. Now, what do you guys make of this first story? What could Eternal be doing in this situation? Should they just literally cut contact and let the family deal with it? Or should they be stepping back in and talking to neighbor again because it could be a condition of sepsis or something similar? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story from our subreddit. And our next story comes from Birthday Throwaway Cat. Am I the asshole for spending my sister's B-Day with my boyfriend's family? throwaway account fake names me 25 female sister janice 23 female boyfriend george 23 male boyfriend sister sandra 21 female my sister's birthday happened recently it was on the same weekend my boyfriend's sister and her husband came to visit i'd planned to get lunch with janice on her birthday downtown while the others also decided to have lunch elsewhere later in the day and go to the park after Although Janice and George are good friends, she has beef with Sandra over something really dumb, but neither of them are willing to back down or admit they were wrong. So Janice knew Sandra was in town, but did not want to interact with her. I personally have never met Sandra before. Before I left to meet with Janice, Sandra had asked me if I was going to the park with them later. 
I said maybe, depending on what Janice wants to do with the day, but I will let them know. Janice and I had lunch, talked a bit, then I asked her what else she would like to do. I was prepared to keep hanging out if she wanted. She decided to go home after lunch and relax and didn't have anything else planned for the day. After we parted, I decided to meet up with the others and hang out with them at the park and had a lovely day. A few days later, Janice told me she knew I went to hang out with Sandra after our lunch date. She said I was an asshole because she knew I didn't really want to hang out with her the rest of the day after lunch and just really wanted to be at the park with the others and that she was hurt. I never expressed that I didn't want to spend time with her. Sure, I'd rather go to the park but never told her that. I'd reminded her that I asked her if she wanted to hang out after eating or we could just walk around, but she was the one who decided to end the day and go home. She insists that I just wanted to spend the day at the park and deep down, not with her. Now again, it's a not the arsehole to me because you did spend time with her. You gave her the opportunity to continue to do things afterwards. Part of A little tiny part of me was questioning me as I was reading it, thinking, was you giving off signs that you would rather not be there? But that still doesn't make you the arsehole because of course you want to spend time with others as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, the girl is 23. She should be able to speak up and speak her mind and let you know her true feelings and and not play these games by saying, by going home and then turning around and saying, oh, I know you didn't want to be there. You're shooting yourself in the foot there, aren't you really? I mean, come on now. But Mick Songa says, not the arsehole. You did spend time with her. You asked and gave her the opportunity to hang out, but she turned you down. So what did she expect you to do? You had other people who wanted to hang out and you had the time. Nobody in their right mind can blame you for that. If it was anyone else but Sandra, she wouldn't be upset. Irish Brigade replies that saying, agreed, Janice is in her 20s for crying out loud. She can put on her big girl panties and just deal with the fact that people aren't necessarily going to want to spend all day with her, even on her birthday, especially if she acts like that. OP replies this saying, I had not asked what she expected me to do with the rest of the day. I saw that it was only going to start an argument, so I just let it go. I do think that if it was with someone else, she would still be mad. She admitted to being jealous of others for spending too much time with me. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Could OP have dealt with it in a different way? I don't think they personally could. I think, you know, they dealt with it in the best way possible. They did spend time with Sister, but Sister sounded like they was being purposely awkward about it. That's kind of where it feels to me anyway. Thank you so much, Birthday, for sharing that with us. And we'll move on to another story. And we've got an absolutely wild one coming in from Ryland Kind of Draws with a Nightmare Neighbors. You know how much I love Nightmare Neighbors. And get this title, My Neighbor Ate Our Pet Turtle. I'd like to preface this by saying this happened many years ago when I was a small child. So all of these stories were told to me from adults who remember these incidents happening. So some of the stuff is kind of blurry. When I was little, I grew up in northern part of Ohio in the middle of nowhere. It was a small town that had a total of maybe 30 people and most kept to themselves except for our neighbor who lived next door. I'll be referring to her as CL or Crazy Lady for short, as we later found out after meeting her that she was very mentally ill, but hadn't been checked out because she lived in the middle of nowhere. When we first moved there, we met CL and became friendly, as she was the closest neighbor we had, as three out of the four sides of our house were surrounded by bean fields, while the other side sat next to the CL's house. She was a very friendly person when you first met her, but the more you got to know her, the more she seemed off. 
She offered to watch me and my older sibling from time to time as she had a bunch of kid play stuff from her nieces and nephews. My mum agreed as sometimes my parents' work schedules clashed. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And this was easier than one of them having to call off. Well, one of the main reasons we moved into this house was because of the large man-made pond in the front lawn. My mum had planted a bunch of potted plants around it and used it as an outside enclosure for our giant box turtle named Turtle. Yes, not a very creative name, but that's what happens when you let a bunch of children name a turtle. I named the cat that comes into my house, I just call it cat. Turtle was given to us by our cousin as they brought the turtle expecting it to stay small but after it began to outgrow its enclosure he was given to my mum to take care of as she loves reptiles. She wanted to let him free roam in the pond during the summer then have an indoor enclosure for winter so he wouldn't freeze. This went on for a couple of months and Turtle was very happy and healthy especially because my mum was stocking the pond with feeder fish. Then when fall rolled around, my mum began working on making an indoor enclosure for him inside of our laundry room using old plywood. CL asked my mum why she needed so much wood during fall considering she couldn't do much building in the winter. My mother explained her plan to house our turtle inside and went on our merry way. Well, after a couple of days had passed and the enclosure was almost finished, turtle disappeared. My family was very sad about Turtle's disappearance as he had never moved too far from his home before and with how the cold it was getting, he likely wouldn't survive for long outdoors. We hoped he'd find his way back to us, but if he didn't, there wasn't much we could do as again, we lived in the middle of nowhere. While all of this was going on, both my sibling and I had been staying over at CL's at least twice a week, whether because my parents had to work or we just wanted to drop by to play for a bit as we genuinely liked her. Well, after our turtle's disappearance, we continued on as usual, not really thinking anything weird was going on. I had just woken up from a nap when I told CL I was thirsty. She was busy taking and folding up my blankets off the couch, so she'd get me a cup out the fridge. I realized young me shouldn't have been opening the fridge that young, but oh well. So I went over and opened the fridge. Apparently, I opened it and screamed at bloody murder. The woman had eaten our turtle. Not only did she eat our turtle, she didn't even try to hide it. She ended up calling my mum to pick us up early because I was scared after seeing our, our poor turtle shell in her fridge. My mum originally didn't believe the commotion and thought it was just kids being imaginative and grieving our pet, but then she admitted to eating it. She openly admitted to eating our turtle to our mother and acted as thought it was normal. After that, my sibling and I were no longer allowed near her house and my mum avoided her at all costs, which made her extremely upset. 
To make a long list shorter, here are some other things Ciel did. After she decided we were on her bad side, threw a bucket of water into our outside electrical box, nearly catching it on fire because it was getting thirsty. Took our cat and claimed it as our own. We tried to fight her to get it back, but it was no use as the small town cop didn't want to deal with it. We kept an eye on it and she did take good care of the cat. Would often yell out hi to us from yards away and mix up which sibling had which name. This wouldn't be so weird if she hadn't seen us every day before the incident, as we have very gender-specific names. She would often take figurines or plants my mum had bought and claim them as her own and show them off to my mum. My mum threatened to get the authorities, but again, they didn't want to bother since it was obvious something wasn't mentally right about her. She eventually quit paying her bills, so they had to send someone to do a wellness check and realized she was unfit to live on her own. After the owner kicked her out, she got put in a group home to get on her meds for a mental illness. Holy shit, I was getting like seriously, like finding the shell in the fridge, it was giving me serious Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes going on there. And I mean, I've got some wacky nightmare neighbor stories, but eating your turtle, stealing stuff off your front lawn and then showing it off back to you. Yeah, there's something obviously mentally not right there. And I'm glad she got like meds for a mental illness in the end. But what you've had to go through up to that point is absolutely crazy. But I am too tired to care right now, says I have no idea how to react to this. You win the nightmare neighbors. Holy cow. Irish Brigade says, wow, that's awful. Though I don't know if she started doing all that because she decided you were on her bad side. It sounds like she was mentally degrading and eating your turtle was the first major incident. And our next story comes from a string of numbers that says, am I the asshole for telling my mum to stop trying to scam me? Originally posted this in am I the asshole, but wanted to share here since I love the channel so much. Thank you. My mum, 42, is an MLM. Oh, no. <laughs> and has made that pretty much her whole life. Second only to her religion. She invested in a pyramid scheme company called Asia. I'm going to say Asia. Their main product is this super drink that's supposed to help whatever ails you. Muscle pain? Gone. Heartburn? Extinguished. Cancer? Shrunk. <laughs> There's... <laughs> There's actual testimonies on the cancer part. No alluding to any other chemo or anything. Didn't say it sped it up, just that it was the sole healer. Just what the fuck? There's only three ingredients, water, chloride, and salt. It tastes like literal pool water. I call it God in a bottle. <laughs> I know, don't knock it until you try it. So at my mother's request, I gave it a try, twice, for a month each. I took the instructions word by word daily and nothing. Not a single change. So onto the conflict. My mother has fed into everything they've told her. She's obsessed. It's fucking insane. She buys their drinks, their lotions, their powders, attends classes, goes to conferences, local area groups, has bumper stickers, business cards. She even donated a large amount to put up a fucking billboard in our small country town. I wouldn't care if she kept me out of it, but it's every other day with her. If I say I'm a bit sore from the gym, she hands me a bottle of cream. Headache? Drink. Tired? Drink. Rash? Cream. I once broke out into hives all over my body due to an allergy. Her solution? Just slap some cream on it. <laughs> it's like she completely forgotten conventional medicine exists. She's basically one of those essential oils only mums. My breaking point. Today I come home to a sear label package with my name on it. Whatever, she does this all the time. 
buys me drinks but ends up drinking them herself. Not today. No, 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 no. It was a lot heavier than normal. I came in with a box because I knew she would have yelled at me if I didn't and she made me open it. She was excited. I was like a five-year-old opening a Christmas gift she got me. Well, guess what's inside? A fucking starter kit for new sellers. <laughs> I flipped my lid as soon as I saw it. I slid towards her and started shouting about how I don't want to sell her miracle juice and how she needs to stop trying to push her scam onto me. I want nothing to do with that company and I've made it clear many times before, I just don't care. I don't care what she does with it. If she wants to waste her money and time, go ahead. She started crying as I left, taking a drive. It was understandable. I'd never shouted at her like that, but I just snapped. I'd clearly expressed my complete disinterest in Asiya many, many times and she blatantly ignored that many times. I understand she wants to include me in her hobby slash job, but the way she's going on about it is, in my eyes, toxic. As I said, I never snapped like that and in turn, I'd never seen her cry like that. Not because of me. As a result, I feel terrible, but I'm still upset and need some outside perspective. Am I the arsehole? Instantly, no way you're the arsehole. I hate MLMs, you know that already. So I might have a biased opinion on this. MLMs are toxic, they push friends away, they, they encourage you to go on social media and spam to your friends and eventually alienate you from said friends. Absolutely not the arsehole and if there's any way you can get your mum out of it as well, I strongly encourage you to do so. But obviously that's not your responsibility, that's a grown adult that needs to deal with their own issues. And well done for standing up and saying you don't want her shilling you this shit. Mick Songa says, not the arsehole. I have a family member who's been trying to get me into Asia as well. I apologize if I got this wrong. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. And I completely agree with you. MLM is just a fancy term for pyramid scheme, but anyone who's in one doesn't like to admit it. Also, since I know Mark has issues with pronunciation. <laughs> Thank you so much. Asia. I might have got it right to begin with. Thank you so much. <laughs> Mick Songer, predicting the future there. Curious Board 40, Curious Bird 45 says, Hi, so I worked with corporate MLMs. <laughs> I'm here to tell you to stay the hell away from this. These are very dangerous investments and will financially screw you over. Do not join an MLM to support family. You're supporting the company, not the seller. It's a different story if you like the product, but even so. Edit, not the asshole. Balloon Hater says, not the arsehole. So were they pushing salt water? Jesus Christ, I understand you lashing out because no means no. And of course, you don't want to be a part of the pyramid scheme, but I would recommend you do some research on why and how these types of businesses work and how they scam people and present her with the evidence. If she doesn't realize that's a scam, I'd say start putting some distance between you two and minimal contact. Irish Breer says, not the arsehole. She didn't listen to you for how long and she tried to sign you up as a seller without your consent. What you did was totally understandable. Also, isn't chloride toxic? You might want to try and get your mum to a doctor. Mick Songer says, replies to that saying, I have a family member who sells this. The ingredients are sodium chloride and water. Sodium chloride is the chemical composition for table salt. It's safe, but there's no way it does what they claim it does. Irish replies to that one again saying, it's literally just table salt and water. I could probably get the same health benefits just from drinking straight from the tap. We've got lots of minerals in our water up here. Now, what do you guys make of this story? As I said, I love an MLM story. I love 
Am I the Arsehole? And I love Nightmare Neighbors and I got it all in one. I am absolutely buzzing for it. If you want to share your stories with us as well, r slash Mark Narrations, we'd love to have you. I'm going to try and cover as many as I can in the future coming up. It'd be here and there, sporadic posts, you know, when I can actually get the stories. But I am absolutely blown away with you sharing what you have so far. Thank you so much for the support and the wild stories today and for spending 20 minutes of your day with me and with us and getting involved. Thank you so much for your love, support and time and I will see you in the next one. Mick. <laughs> Thank you again. Much love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.